0: so the modern master of horror has come back with another horror movie and this is really debatable i don't know how many people would consider james wan to be a modern master of horror but whether you like his movies or not the guy's been he's had a fucking grip on the horror genre from the moment he came out with *Saw*. now i'm I, from what i understand saul is james wan's you know directorial debut if you will but um I don't know. Who knows? Maybe he did short films prior to this or, uh, you know, we know him for Saul. We know him for like The Conjuring and Insidious Universe and stuff like that. Um, I personally know him, uh, you know, if you want to step outside of horror and talk about some thriller, you know, grounded thriller films. Death Sense with Kevin Bacon, which is pretty much a remake of Death Wish with Charles Bronson. But I like that movie way better. Love it better than the Death Wish with uh, Bruce Willis that they came out with a remake for um, Death Death Sentence is one of those movies, man. James Wan, I think he knocked it out of the park, man. His, his you know his partner in crime Lee Wanell is in that movie. Like I said, Kevin Bacon's in there. Um, Garrett Hedlund from Four Brothers and Tron Legacies in there. I think it is a really relentless, just no, barely any room to breathe type of movie, man. And that movie always has a special place in my heart. And of course, he directed uh, one of my favorite action movies, one of the movies that kicked off. Or the movie that kicked off the entire two reviews podcast, which was Furious Seven. Normally, I would plug that episode, but y'all can do that at your own risk because my first episode was absolutely, absolutely terrible. People, I had to get fucked up to do it. But I'm looking at his, uh, I'm looking at his uh resume here, and yeah, Saw in 2004 was his directorial debut. Man, he did, he um he did Dead Silence, Death Sentence, Insidious, The Conjuring. Let's see, Furious. Oh, and of course he did Aquaman. I can't forget Aquaman, and he's also directing Aquaman two. Now this new movie, I don't know much about this new movie. I just know it's called Malignant, and shit's probably gonna get all types of ignorant in this trailer because we know james wan is fucking weird man and uh, let me let me give the man his you know give the man his flowers while he's still here he also was a producer on mortal Kombat 2021 so i think that's another reason that that movie the tone of it was darker the movie was um it's the best video game movie for me i don't give a shit what anybody says now this cast though i am not too i can't say i'm familiar with this cast people um which is, you know, it could be good or bad. Annabella Wallace, Maddie Hassan, George Young, Nicole Brianna White, Jacqueline McKenzie. These these people sound some of them sound familiar, but I don't mind that. Um, you know that that they've they're not in all these blockbuster films or all these indie art film festival stand in ovation types of things. It's cool, man. Let me warm up to these. Um you know let me warm up to these these actors and actresses that's if the movie looks any good man because i'm you know i'm not gonna hold y'all james wan i have the utmost respect for this guy but i cannot get with those conjuring insidious the nun the boy the girl the mom the brother i can't get with that shit y'all know i hate that subgenre. um i can't stand it and that's no disrespect to james wan at all now there is no plot synopsis here people i'm on imdb there's no plot synopsis i think they're trying to just keep this under wraps and keep it as you know um mysterious as they possibly can i'm cool with that because it's like the ultimate version of going into something completely blind i don't think there was even a plot synopsis given when the movie was went into production a while back there was no plot synopsis afterwards you know when they kept saying it wrapped filming or whatever the case was so it's cool, you know, they wanna, you know, they wanna lead people astray and probably on some M. Night Shyamalan shit. Let's hope it's one of the better M. Night Shyamalan shits. But, you know, they wanna do the M. Night Shyamalan thing and, and, you know, probably, um, bamboozle people into, okay, you think this is one thing, but it's something completely different. And then it'll turn into something better and you're gonna love it. Hopefully that's the case, man. Now. Shout out to uh, Warner Brothers, actually, for dropping this trailer. That was actually generous of them to do nine minutes ago. So this is uh, two minutes and 42 seconds long. I, I don't know what I'm about to walk into, people. I have no idea, but, you know, we'll experience this shit together. Malignant, let's watch the trailer, people, the official trailer. I'll hit the play button in three, two, one... See? It's an acid trip already. The fuck? The body of Dr. Florence Weaver was found brutally murdered in her home this morning. Oh, so she saw the murder? No, but I saw it. Yeah. You having premonitions, sweetie. Oh, what type of dolly zoom was that? His -mm. his name is Gabriel. What? (laughs) Someone from my past. Happy birthday. Whatever happened to you before you joined our family hurt you in a way that I can't even imagine. I don't want to know what happened either. Maddie, who are you talking to? Gabriel. Whoa! Where'd you go? Where did she go? She went. Oh, what the fuck is Whatever going on? It's back. a fucking spider crawling into brick walls. there's People disappearing in the couch cushions. He killed again. He's getting closer. He wants to talk to you. This killer got shitty reception on Why that other end got- of the phone. That motherfucker jumped out the window with his shoulder. Oh, people, people, people. Oh, man. Y'all might not like what I'm about to say. (laughs) Y'all not gonna like what I'm about to say, man. I'm sorry. I got to keep it a beam with y'all and y'all know this, but hear, hear me out. Hear me now. Hear me now. This looks like there are certain parts that look creepy in this trailer. I will not lie. When the, you know, the girl, when the lights go out and the TV's all fucked up and the guy turns the light back on and the girl's gone and then you see just the couch cushion just, you know, lifting itself up. I'm assuming that that's one of those couches that you order online that you literally just get absorbed into it. I don't fucking know. It's that comfortable. Uh, I like the shot of whoever it is. Like it looks like they're they're backwards crawling into that brick wall. <laughs> There's a funny ass shot of the 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 Gabriel creature or spirit, malevolent, malignant force, whatever it is, running running down a hallway and f- shoulders the shit out of that glass and just jumps through that window. But this shit, man, I'm not gonna lie to y'all, man. This this looks like. It's in the same universe as The Conjuring and Insidious and The Nun and The Curse of La Rona and all that other crazy spook house shit, man. There's nothing here that I feel like, I mean, of course there's different imagery and they can spice it up and shake things up as much as they can, but it's all the same shit. I feel like... I feel like I'm a fucking broken record when I talk about these movies, man. It's one of those things where I feel like the scares aren't earned in this subgenre. The scares are cheap. They're every five goddamn seconds. They're not earned. Um... You know it's the same type of premise when I was a little girl I used to see things and then that thing that I saw saw me back but it wasn't supposed to see me so it, it followed me into my present and it's going to take over my future because we both saw what we saw at the same time in the house of the devil. It's like yo I'm f- oh god oh and I wanted to like this trailer yo I, I, I know it's probably people listening to this like oh you just hate her you don't know good horror no more Rome you don't know what you're talking about no. I am just not a fool. And I'm not saying that anybody that likes this is a fool. I'm just saying, I know me. I know my type of horror better. I, I know my, I know that better enough to know that. Uh, am, am I making sense right now? I, basically, I know better than to fall for this shit. And I was actually curious because it's James Wan. This is a versatile... People can say what they want. This is a versatile guy. This is a guy who... Went from a bottle horror film uh, with a limited budget like Saw, to something thriller-wise like Death Sentence, to creating his own. I don't know which is which came before, but he did Death Sentence, which is a straight-up thriller movie with horror elements to it. But it's a thriller movie, you know. That's a whole different genre. And he went to create basically jumpstart in a universe for the you know the the Conjuring universe, and people love it, man. You know, kudos to those people that love it. I don't. Then he did Fear- Fast and Furious 7, he jumped on board with one of the most successful action franchises of all time and just knocked it out of the park and had one of the hardest jobs out of all the directors of that series, which was to give Paul Walker a proper send off and to, you know, to work around the, the stunt doubles and his brothers playing him. He had a hell of a job to, to do and he did a bang up job for a badass action movie. He did a superhero, kind of a origin story. There were origin story moments in Aquaman And, like, the guy is a genius, man, and he's behind the scenes with a lot of things, but I feel like, and and not, you know, let me not downplay Dead Silence, because that was a modern horror movie that creeped me the fuck out, man. I don't know if it was The Dolls, I don't know if it was Mary Shaw, I don't know if it was just the gray, bluish-looking dark cinematography to it it looked like an old horror film for some reason but i feel like james wan just cannot escape them roots man and i'm not talking about the horror roots i'm talking about the conjuring up the insidiously challenged boy who's in a house that is built on an ancient indian burial ground type of shit i don't think he can escape it and i feel like this movie is going to suffer because of that i'm i'm not This ain't, you know, other than a few shots, like I said, um, you know, a a wicked ass looking dolly zoom shot that was sped up a little bit. Other than those small things in the trailer, man, this doesn't look like anything I haven't, you know, I haven't either attempted to watch or haven't seen trailers for. Honestly, it's nothing really nothing really grabbing me. Like if I go to this, I know it's going to be in a loud ass theater. Or if I watch it at home, I watch it with some loud ass speakers and it's going to be f- fucking obnoxiously loud with its jump scares. And I don't feel like they're going to be earned. I feel like this is another supernatural movie that's just going to be, you know, I feel like if you've seen one, you've seen them all, man. I'm, I'm sorry. And the only thing that really changes are the demons are the forces in, in those movies. Um, I think I say this a lot when I bring up like insidious and. Conjuring whatever the fuck it was with I think it was Insidious 4, the last key, where there's that demon that's got keys on the tips of his fingers. And I thought that was a really creepy a creepy thing. But that's all you really have to offer is you know things like that. And the crooked man and the Darth Maul face looking motherfucker that was in the first Insidious movie. That probably was one of the best jump scares in that movie. I you know, all you can do is offer different monsters, different ways to do cheap jump scares. I'm just uh, I'm I'm just not buying it, y'all. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I have to be honest, man. I I wouldn't feel right if I just tried to, you know, keep up with a facade and try to like these movies, you know, and just be dishonest with the people out there, especially because I had this platform where I can just be me and be as honest as I can. I've never been that guy to just, you know, run with the flock. I'll try to watch movies. Like I just said, I tried to watch Insidious. uh, Was it fucking Insidious? I can't even goddamn keep up. Insidious for The Last Key. I tried to watch it, and I specifically only wanted to watch it. I love Lin Shay, man, but I won't be surprised if her ass pops up in this movie and she's like, listen, you have to come with me now, and Doc Emmett Brown is out in the parking lot waiting for us. He's putting shit in the flux capacitor. We have to go back to 1917, where it all started, and we have to get insidiously conjured all over again. I won't be fucking surprised if she pops up. If there's an Easter egg with Lin Shay, and this malignant shit is just a whole a whole another branch of that universe, man, it would not shock me whatsoever but let's watch the trailer one more again let's see let's let me be fair let's see if we missed anything and see what we can see here people like this shot this shot is cool with the with, with where she's sitting i think it's her kitchen transforming into a completely different place but I'm sure I've seen that somewhere. This actress, though, I have seen her in something. Was found brutally murdered in her home this morning. Did you know her? No, but I saw her die. I'm seeing things. I do love that dolly zoom, man. As they're happening. Hello. I want to see that damn demon run through that window. (laughs) See, this shit, you know, with the cassette tapes, it's like part The Ring, part Sinister. Let me not disrespect Sinister, because that movie actually scared me. It's part The Shining, you know, where Danny was talking to his friend Tony and shit, his invisible friend. Yeah, like is this a Samara origin story? Like, I don't know, man. I don't know. Whatever mm, 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 mm. Oh my god, that shot yeah, he's crawling backwards, or I don't know if his body's twisted around. He killed again. Now, if she's in a fucking interrogation room, like, what, why y'all keep playing? And that's the girl from, um... What do you know? She was a Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and Family Matters, actually. Who's coming from me? That black lady. <laughs> Yo. He has somewhere to go, the way he jumped through that glass like that. this is like bagul from is was that his name bagul from uh sinister and like i said let me not disrespect that movie because it actually scared me it actually creeped me out i think sinister is a dope movie but it's like you're taking it's like they're taking a little bit of everything from all of these types of films man i i just i just don't know i just don't know man i'm, I'm i can't say i'm disappointed uh but i will say i'm not surprised you know, it's James Wan. He can't. This is what people love James Wan to do. You know, people don't like when he when he steps outside of that. You know, that little boundary box. People people don't really dig that. Personally, I do, cause I'm all for versatility with with directors, writers, creators, whatever the case may be. I'm all for it, man. If you could do horror and you're amazing at it, that's awesome. If you can jump from horror to action, that's a hell of a transition to do because those two don't go hand-in-hand hand whatsoever. You do have horror action movies, but there was a time where you couldn't combine the two, but now I feel like, you know, with shit like Army of the Dead and things like that, you can definitely combine the two, but, um, you know, if you can jump from horror to action to drama or to comedy, love it, man. Look at look at uh, David Gordon Green and Danny McBride. They jumped from, you know, comedic works to Halloween and Halloween Kills and then they're doing Halloween Ends. I love versatility with, uh, with creative minds, man, but you know, I what I don't want is kind of it's really too late. Even, you know, James Wan, this is this is the reality of it, people. James Wan can do whatever the fuck he wants at this point. Um I still need to know if he is behind two reboots that I am dying to see him uh put hands on. Uh he was supposed to be producing a remake of Arachnophobia once upon a time. Uh Amblin, you know, Entertainment or Amblin Pictures, the original company was actually behind that. And he's supposed to be producing a remake of the Tommyknockers, that Stephen King novel, but they did like a two part miniseries on it. I would love to see that because those are two creepy ass properties that I feel like James Wan is definitely equipped to, you know, to get his paws on. Um, so I won't I won't I won't say he can't get away from this this type of shit as far as horror goes. But I feel like he he's one of those guys that's like, you know what, I've done Aquaman and Fast and Furious and did this and did that. Let me go back to ground zero and get the people what they really what what made them fall in love with James Wan in the first place, and that was Saul. So of course I'm not fucking talking about uh, you know if, if James Wan comes back for another Saul movie, I'm pretty sure he gets like his royalties and uh, his executive producer producer credits and stuff like that. But you know uh, I feel like he feels as though people have really truly loved him. For the things in the Insidious and the Conjuring universe and stuff like that, those things that he has his name on, people adore James Wan for that, for for scaring the shit out of them, like not me, but scaring the shit out of them, and I feel like, you know, when people gravitate towards a certain property that you that you belong to, that you're attached to, whether the series has gone beyond your hands at this point or not, You know, when you do other movies or come back to that series, you want to tap back into what made, like I said, what made people love you in the first place, which was the, you know, the supernatural spook house scare movies and all that type of stuff. I, I admire that on one end, but on the other end, it's like, bro, like you're, you're so much more than this, than this subgenre, man. Like give me a fucking slasher movie like a straightforward slasher or a zombie movie or something something crazy that's just gonna knock my fucking socks off like just just, just, please please man because this this ain't it this ain't it man this i'm not gonna lie to y'all regardless of whether i saw this in a theater or whether i watch this at home whether i watch it on my phone with my headphones in this is some shit i would fall asleep on i'm almost sure of it yo this is definitely something i'll fall asleep on it would either have to be somebody waking me up or a really loud ass jump scare which of course they're going to sell this on on these jump scares man that's what people go to these movies for really because you know what i'm not gonna speak for everybody you know i'm not a fucking ventriloquist um, you see how I just made the ventriloquist reference in James Wan directed dead silence, which was about ventriloquist. Listen, God, man, look at God, I, the way I make things come full circle people. But let me not go off the deep end with this, man. All I'm saying is that this, you know, I try and I try and I try people. I'm not going to lie to y'all, man. I even tried to make it through the conjuring three. The devil made me do it. Y'all can check out my trailer reaction for that if y'all want to, um, I tried, man, and one of the best parts that I saw, I didn't even make it all the way through it. Made it like halfway through and got bored. But one of the best parts of that movie was the exorcism of the little boy. And you know, I'm over the exorcism shit. But when that little boy started twisting and turning, you know, like he like he literally was playing, you know, demonic twister on that table. I was like freaking out. I'm like, oh my god, like how was that like part of it was CGs, part of it looked practical. But then when the demon went inside and possessed Arnie's body, I'm like, this shit is hilarious. And if I want to do anything at a at a bad horror movie, I want to at least laugh at it, but I don't want to be bored with it. And I'm just bored with these movies, people. I am. I like I go to into horror movies to be scared. I love to be scared, man. If a horror movie can scare me, bravo. Ari Aster is the probably one of the last directors that I've watched his work on screen two of his works, not back to back, but over a couple months span, um, where he genuinely, satisfyingly creeped me all the way out. And I wish James Wan would do that more. Saw is not a movie that creeped me out, but when James Wan did that, it's a, it's like psychological horror, psychological terror, rather, because it put you put yourself in this position, and you say, well, what would I do if I was in that situation? But these, I'm telling y'all, man, I can't do it. I try, people. I try, because I like to be fair. Somebody told me, you need to stop judging stuff before you see it. I don't have to do shit, but stay black and die. Honestly, Morgan Freeman said that best, and I stuck with that since I saw Lean On Me as a kid. However, I do give things a chance. But if a trailer doesn't grab me, if a teaser, um, all right, a teaser, I talked shit uh, about that Child's Play teaser, because it was ass. It was. It was a lame ass teaser. I was not sold on it. The the idea of a teaser is to get you amped up for a full trailer. The idea of the trailer is to get you amped up for a full movie. The idea of the movie is to take everything that got you amped up and times it times like a hundred so you walk out of the film just being completely satisfied. You may have a little, you know, a couple complaints here and there. But that's the thing. like, And if a trailer doesn't grab me, it just doesn't grab me, man. But the thing is, everybody's so entitled and everybody's a fucking couch director and a critic nowadays where if I say a trailer doesn't grab me and the movie looks trash, then I'm a hater all of a sudden. But if somebody, you know, I can go up to somebody right now like, yo, Alien vs. Predator Requiem is better than the first one. And they'd be like, no, fuck, it's not. I don't tell them they're a hater. You've got your opinion. I've got mine, why, but I'm the type of person, why do you think it's better than that one? Why do you think this is better than that? Why don't you like, like, I'll give people legitimate reasons why I don't like something. I have to do that for y'all every time. I don't have to. I love to do that for y'all every time I do these trailer reactions, every time I do reviews or do commentary. I have to keep it a being with y'all, and I have to say what I like about things and what I don't. Hence why I rate the movies after I'm done, you know, reviewing them or doing the commentary. But if I don't like a trailer and it doesn't sell me, man, that's all it is. You know, it's just really, it's simple mathematics, people. It, it really truly is, man. So I don't want to hear none of that. Oh, you being a hater, you're not giving it a chance. Nah, don't look like my cup of tea, people. It looks like the same old recycled supernatural booga booga shit that i've seen and that they just keep pumping out but there's an audience for it so um you know if you give the people what they want and it prints money then you know i guess they'll keep making movies like this but shout out to james wan for just sticking staying true to the horror genre and you know not straying too far from his roots i can at least appreciate that part of it but this movie nah not not really feeling it people but That being said, y'all already know where to go, man, and if y'all don't, hopefully I didn't, you know, I don't want anybody to be pissed at my opinions on here, y'all know it's gonna be hit or miss when y'all tune into this shit, and sometimes y'all know what it is based on the emojis I put up when I post this shit on social media, on Facebook mainly, because I'll put up an emoji that reflects how I feel about the movie or the trailer reaction or just the topic at hand in general, but... Like I said, for more of that stuff, you know, whether it's a review, a, a rave, a rant, you know, I, I got a little bit of everything. Y'all know where to go, man. Y'all can follow the podcast on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Breaker Radio, Public Pod, and Podcast Addict. Shout out to Anchor. Follow me on Facebook and Instagram, Romero Tudor. Shout out to the Facebook movie group, The Cinemaniacs, and shout out to the Facebook movie group, The Horror Virus. And last but not least, shout out to the tutor reviewers, the listeners, the lovers, the supporters out there, man. I see y'all still tuning in, still tuning into the old shit, the shit in between and the new shit. And I couldn't be couldn't be happier, man. Uh, satisfied? No, because I want like a million K. That's that's what I want. Like, so obviously I'm not taking my foot off the gas anytime soon. Yeah, I did skip yesterday because it's like, all right. This thing called life happens, and I w- I wanted to do commentary last night, but I just was not. I'm telling y'all, I was winding down, and I'd be damned if I fall asleep doing a commentary, um, with y'all on this podcast platform, man. But y'all are still tuning in nonetheless, man. We're still shooting for the ocho. It's taking a little long, but guess what that means? It means I got to put out more content. I got to get back on my shit, on my a game, which I will, cause you guys, you know, you guys support this platform y'all support this show this podcast and y'all have not let up man i'm so grateful so humble so appreciative of you guys man and y'all already know the love and support y'all show me i show it back to y'all tenfold and then some so that being said people you're truly romero Tudor. another episode of tutor reviews in the can i'll check y'all on the next one